Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Bria's Banter. This week, I'm back with um, an unintentional guest, but I have my mom on this week because I was sitting and recording this episode and I sat and I did it myself because I was just like doing an episode where I was basically recapping my month of June and I realized that this would be much better with my mother because I needed backup with the story I was telling and there was another segment I was doing that I was like this would be much better with banter rather than me telling the story so I was like I need my mother on here because she was a big part of my month of June and um, I'll let you guys know why in a little bit but um, basically I took a couple weeks off of posting because I, I originally thought I was going to be back to weekly posting and, you know, it takes time to do these podcasts, record and edit. And I was taking this class for the month of June and it absolutely ruined me as a person. And my mom got to be a very close, um, I don't know, a very big part of that experience, I guess I should say. So mom, um, let, let's talk about what this class was because it felt like we were both taking it at a certain point, right? Yes, it did. I feel like I uh, kind of helped you pass that finish line. Yeah, oh boy, did I felt like I was being dry, like crawling through the finish line. So let me break down um, what this class was. So I was taking an English class to fulfill um, this last credit that I had to graduate. And I found out that I had to take the class pretty late into the school year. It slipped through the cracks somehow. It never got put on my schedule for my sophomore year. And come graduation, I'm being told, hey, you still have an English credit that you did not fulfill. And they're like, you can take it. You can just take a quick six-week um, course for the month of June. Be over with it. Still have your whole summer to do whatever you want to do. I was like, all right, dope. So I went on Rate My Professor. I found what I thought was the easiest professor for this English class that I had to take. And I signed up for him and I was, I was ready to take it. And a lot of the reviews on Rate My Professor was that he, he was an easy A professor mom. So that's what I was seeing a lot. Um, but what I found out about myself and I was talking to Haley is I'm not an easy A student. So like you, you can't expect that easy A when you were never, when you have to work for an A just alone. So, um, that, that was a hurdle in itself. Well, I can tell you have something you want to say. Well, that's just a very funny self-realization <laughs> if you're not an easy A no. student. Well, I, I'm not going to lie. I came out of my senior year feeling really good about this i did very good yeah, um, i saw that dean's list letter yeah whatever um i did very good in my classes i really enjoyed the classes i was taking this year like this year i i got a lot out of the school year so i was feeling good about myself but i also was very checked out at the point of having to take this english class because it was so well late, yeah you know? i mean you know you went through your commencement and everything i'm sure you just had the i want to phone it in be done yeah so anyway let me tell the setup of this class um I found out upon taking the class that you had to read a book a week, which I feel like some people might laugh and be like, you can't read a book a week. Well, you should. I mean, these weren't like 200 page, Mm -hmm. but I mean, these were like novels. Yeah. They were like hefty, hefty books. And um, they, they were filled with a lot of just a lot of freaking content. And these they were boring too. Oh, you hear Nadia just woke up right now. Um, they were they were really boring to read, and I I did not enjoy it at all. So we had to read these books every week, and we had to assign the book on Sunday night, and we had till the next Sunday to have it done, and we had to do a discussion post. And in the discussion post, he gave us a theme for the book, and he was like, "How did this book reflect this theme?" 
And you had to answer it by pulling out um, quotes from the book and analyzing these quotes and just relating relating it back to that um, thesis statement. So I was doing that. I, I did it. And the first week I turned it in and I got a 7 out of 10. And it kind of set the tone for how this class was going to go because I did not, never really wavered from that 70% in the class. Um, I feel like I should preface by saying I passed this class. Yes, you I, did. I passed it with a lot more than I anticipated to pass it with. Um, but I... His, his critique to me my first week of the class was that he said, Bria, I can tell you have a really good understanding of the book, which I want to state. Um, I did not. I don't know. I was like, thank you, but I could not tell you what I just read. Um, but he said, my problem is your analyzations. You're analyzing the quote as a whole. I don't want that. He's like, I want you to dive a little deeper and pull out words and find symbolism and all that. So I was like, all right. So next week i pulled out some words did all the whole thing he's like oh i still don't feel like you're getting it he knocked me down a couple points he's like still really good the content's good but like i want more so then i turned to you mother yes you did yeah you came to me in your hour of need yeah and i was like mom this is only a six-week class we have four weeks left and we have four weeks left but we have three books left and then a final assignment and i was like i'm struggling so from now on i was like here's his critiques you're very good at writing yeah that's probably my strongest academic mm -hmm. suit yeah and when you were in school you had a lot of professors like i don't know really praise you for your essays and everything yeah i did <laughs> uh, okay <laughs> and she's humble <laughs> no. <laughs> no but i enjoy writing like once i get started i i really enjoy writing mm -hmm. it's really been always a secret goal of mine to write a book yeah and well not a secret anymore not a secret <laughs> now the whole world knows um yeah which one i think you should really do that um but yeah so i turned to you and i was like here's the critiques i'm gonna read the book this week i'm gonna respond to whatever theme he tells us to and i want you to read and edit this and whatever so i did that and um i turned it to you and you definitely made your edits which how, how was i as a writer be you, honest because i've never been a strong writer i've i very much that it, that and math uh i really suck in but and i don't i don't want to make excuses for writing but um i'll keep on saying my thing with it is um in high school i'm not kidding mom i never i did not write an essay until my senior year like a true like page like four to five page that essay. is crazy but it's because i did online school that's right it's um and what people don't really t tell them about the online school thing the format because you might i think you remember it a little more than me it well it wasn't writing it was yeah it was I just remember you'd have these modules and then you had to answer questions after afterwards and it it wasn't like it, it was it wasn't like a typical English class where you were learning you know yeah. all the intricacies of writing and, and you know how to be thing. concise or how to write an opinion or how to write a comparison paper right. you know just and I had an assigned teacher to the class but these were like actual teachers that weren't even I don't know if they were in the state of Michigan or anything but like you said I just really had to answer questions about what I read um so I did not have to write a paper until my senior year and which is where I learned my teacher senior year did a really good job like preparing me as a writer sort of ish but like i don't know i only got so much in that year and um i went on to college and i only had one english class that was really writing intensive um not realizing i didn't take this english class that i'm in so i i just never i don't have like a ton of experience with like writing essays um so anyway 
that was kind of a long sidebar but but you were i mean like when i proofed the paper that you had me proof uh it was you you were a good writer but not like you like just like those <laughs> just you know say concise <laughs> yeah uh, no, I'm you know not you're concise. not you're not concise uh and then just uh i know i have weird word choice right yes yeah. you do yeah i just um like yeah just yeah just your choice of words and and yeah. not using using different words to convey uh and um, like i i one of my favorite tools and word is that you know right click and you get the synonyms yeah and because a lot of times it's like ah oh, that's not the word i want to use that's not the word it doesn't really capture what i wanted to say and then i'll just you know i i will plug in words until that are like kind of close to what i want to say until i find that word yeah and uh so no so so then i i i let you edit um and we turned it in i'm like mom if i do get on this i think this so here's the thing i had a, i was writing with the 70 percent in the class for a while and that's a c but saginaw valley you need a 75 to be considered passing and i believe that requ that's to gen eds as well because i know that was it for like all my um senior level classes and stuff but i believe that applies to Janet. so i technically was not passing um and this is the last class i ever had to take and i was literally crapping myself i was like this is not okay so you make the critiques i turn it in i don't analyze the quote as a whole i analyze certain parts and i give it symbolism and lo and behold a seven out of ten again and i'm like dude so i take matters in my own hand and i do probably what felt like very um I don't want to say humiliating. I didn't like that I did this, but I, I felt like I had to. I reached out to the professor and I was like, I was just very transparent. I was like, listen, I already walked at graduation. I found out very late that I had to take this class. I'm very, I, I'm struggling very hard in this class and I am so scared that I am not going to pass it. I was like, I know my option, like my back's not completely up against the wall, but this is, it's, we're past the point where I would get money back for the class. So my option would be paying to take the class again in the summer um and hopefully passing i was like can you please give me reassurance that i'm gonna pass and give me a little more detail um well i have to say yeah more detail on what he was looking for because i found it very confusing too because he would tell you one thing and then he'd almost like go back on it yeah so let's remember the bit the problem week one was i was analyzing the quotes as a whole yeah. he wanted me to not so he emails me back and he's like bria do not even worry you will 100 percent pass this class not with 100 percent, but you will pass this class and um he was like, don't worry about that. I offer extra credit, which uh, he's like, obviously, I'm sure you'll take me up on that. And I have literally had to. I had no other options. Yeah, that was a subtle way of saying. Yeah, I know. I was like, love <laughs> you. the extra credit. Um, and then he also was like, also, the final paper is not, it's about the books, but it's more like an interpretation thing. So he was like, people tend to do better and it, it weighs more on your grade. So if you do really good on the paper, it'll definitely bring your grade up. So he gave me that reassurance and he was like, um my critique for you is you are not analyzing enough of the quote and so then i'm thinking i'm going through and he responds each week so he gives us feedback each week and i'm going through all his critiques up until week four the first one is you're you're not in, you're analyzing the quote too much of a whole i want you to be more concise the next week he's like um okay a little co too concise like i want you to pull out more words from the quote the next week i pull out more words and he's like let's just analyze it as a whole so now i'm like 
I I don't know what you want. And I brought I brought my computer to my mom. I was like, Mom, am I crazy? How do I pass this class? Like I I keep getting these seven out of tens, and I'm hoping now that I have my foot in the door with him, he's gonna like throw me an extra point, you know, or something like that. Um, and so I I did not let let it be known. I never really did good on those weekly responses. It was the um, extra credit in the final paper, which I did. I got a ninety. Yeah, you did actually, because you had me proof your final paper, and you did a you did a very good job on it. Thank I, you. I didn't, Thank you know, you. I you know made some changes, but not much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, it was very very frustrating having to go through all of that, and I yeah I just never knew what this guy wanted. I and I want to preface by saying this: I think had I had this class in person, it would be a completely different story because the books were in like they were they were interesting yeah well because the things the the quotes that you were analyzing in the context of the story and everything i i was like especially that one the one that you said was your favorite yeah that actually i was like wow that does seem like a very very interesting book book. that would be a fun book it's called purple hibiscus if anybody wants to read it um (laughs) and yeah that was my favorite book by far but I, and he was, he, you could tell he was very passionate about what he was teaching and he was a very great, and like I said, he had great reviews and I would still give him a really good review and he was so nice and understanding, but just so confusing. Mm-hmm. And you were with me for like probably the last three to four weeks of that class every I Sunday. I was like, all right, read it. <laughs> I was, I, I felt um, every weekend I could feel that deadline mm, coming. Yeah. And- so, so that is the very long story as to why I was not posting as much in june because this class and we had people staying with us um for the month of june so i was having a hard time finding because you know to read and be able to like think of quotes that you want to put in your you have to like give it your full attention you know i was having a hard time finding times at home to get away and read yeah because we had a full house for mm-hmm. the month so of june during my lunch breaks at work i was um reading which I really hated because I like to just like do nothing on my lunch break. But I was reading these books and like doing my homework and stuff. So I I had zero time to like think of a podcast on top of that. And although like this is like a fun outlet, I just like I did not have time for it. And I had to knock out these books and do these responses. So just wanted to explain that because um, people have actually reached out to me and be like, hey, are you not posting for the summer and stuff? And I'm like, no, I fully intend to post. I just uh, ran into quite the roadblock, which is my education. So <laughs> sucked. Um, but yeah, mom, thank you so much for your help. I really You're appreciate welcome. it. You're welcome. You're welcome. I, I no, I enjoyed you. helping you out. It was fun. I, I like stuff like that. Yeah. And, you know, you pushed through. You didn't phone it in. You, no, you, you, I you did. had your integrity to the end. Mm-hmm. And you know, and this, I don't want to like get deep and philosophical, but I have, I have gone, I mean, everybody's gone through a lot of challenges in their life and I've never once it doesn't cross my head in the attitude to just like give up like i'm just like see it through if it doesn't work out something will work out you know i've never i'm just always very optimistic with that so i was like i'm gonna just do what i can in this class i'm gonna try my hardest if it doesn't at least i can say i did what i can i'm gonna unfortunately have to take it again like i've always carried that attitude so i was chill but i did not appreciate the workload that this i have to say it was a very for uh for a short class and for you know like a summer class where you know people are working and everything yeah, else i was, I was it, saying that it was a very uh a very unrealistic um expectation load, expectation yeah, yeah that, that and that's what i was saying to my mom because i was like you know for college students during the summer that's where we like really crank in hours and 
like I, I just don't know why we were given that much work and i'm not gonna trauma dump and i don't know where that sounds coming from um i'm not gonna trauma dump but i took pre-calc for six weeks over the summer one year and the workload was not as much as this was so like yeah i think it like i think he could have reduced the i wish it was like reading expectation a little bit and just had you like more analyze more deeply yeah you know like of the book half yeah of the books that he had, had you do yep so okay um the next thing i wanted this part this, and again this was gonna be an episode that i recorded alone but i had a funny like string of stories um that i want to talk about happened to me i think two days ago um and mom you sort of play into this a little bit sort of oh, not gosh but i'm afraid to it's know not bad. it's not bad it's um i was telling the story about how i have these sunglasses that i just bought my friend bridget has the same exact pair and you, you know when like when you find a sun like a shape of sunglasses that complement your face really well so you kind of just roll with that shape forever so that's how i felt with these sunglasses i bought them on amazon i love them so much but when i wear these sunglasses i feel like a little too confident like i feel like i can do anything and i i this sounds like you know woe is me um but i literally feel like the closest thing to a celebrity when i put these things on <laughs> it's funny they, i love the way these things look on my face um so the other day i had three like sort of embarrassing things happen while i had these sunglasses on and i think they happen because of the false confidence that they give there me there you go god just allowing you to yeah, like a very bring back humbling, that humility yes. yeah it was awful and this all happened within the span of like two hours so i was like it was just like gosh i got knocked down a lot okay so and now I'll, I'll tell you um so the first thing is i i was house sitting this past week and I don't know if I should expose myself on here because I don't think the person listens. <laughs> but when we're when I was house sitting and mom, you can vouch. We they live on a lake and we went out on the kayaks and she has um and she told and she was like use anything you want you know whatever she has a jet ski everything so she um she has a inflatable paddleboard and on Fourth of July we went out on the kayaks and when you, they you and dad came back this paddleboard was popped. Yeah, it was crazy because and, it was and nobody just went on, on the it. grass. Yeah. Nobody went on this paddleboard, but it was popped. And I was like, oh my freaking gosh, how did that thing pop? And I felt so bad because I was like, she said we could use anything and now this is broken. Like, I was freaking out. I know, we all felt bad because, like, truly nobody knows what happened. Yeah. And so I was like, okay. But by the graces of God and Amazon, mom was able to find this exact paddleboard so that I don't ever have to come clean to this person. Unless they listen. <laughs> Which, if they do, I'll be flattered. <laughs> I'm like, I really don't care at that point. Thank you. Um, so, th- so mom buys this paddleboard. And do any of your coworkers listen? I try not to. I did not advertise to my coworkers that okay, I have this. Because, you know, when you're like, I just want to, like, have a work, like, separation. I do not talk about this, like no like i don't know so, okay because you know all it's gonna take is one co-worker yeah, to oh, yeah, yeah yeah thousand percent and if i really if they do like i feel like we did the right thing so yes, i don't care we but, did do the right um, thing um other than not coming clean but whatever so we mom finds this paddleboard on amazon we buy it we ended up getting like a really good deal for it i just i paid you back yesterday so i the guilt is gone but it was it came on thursday and so i came back home thursday to come pick up the package and i conveniently was leaving our house as the amazon delivery truck was pulling up okay so let's remind you that this is all because of sunglasses this is what the story is about 
So he's pulling up. I have these sunglasses. I'm just having a whole lot of swagger, internal swagger, I feel like. And um, he's carrying this inflatable paddleboard box that was a decently sized box. And I go up to him. I was like, hey, I can take that off your hands. It's actually coming with me. And he was like, okay. And this guy's like buff. You know, he's able to carry it. He made it look like it was a light thing. So he hands it to me. And because I'm like, hey, buddy, let me take that off your hands. He hands it to me. I'm not kidding, mom. I like almost immediately start shaking. <laughs> this is the heavy i'm like i literally wanted to cuss this guy out i was like get this out of my hands right now this is awful um so how could you hand that to a little girl yeah i was like aren't you supposed to put it on the porch anyway um you should have said no that was a test so he hands it to me i'm like okay uh i have these sunglasses on so i'm like play it cool and for whatever reason he was taking so long to just get back in his truck and pull off um so he starts to get back in the truck and i'm like i i want him to pull off because i literally need to drop this box but i don't want him to like see me drop it because i was like kind of embarrassed and so it feels like an eternity but he got in the truck drove off and i was like thank god drop the box and i was like all right i'm dragging this thing to my car so i drag it to my car don't tell me you got another hole in Popped it. Popped it. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, um, I drag it to my car. It's in the cardboard box. And I um, went and I put it in my car and I turned it over. And lo and behold, this box only weighed 27 pounds. I was so embarrassed. I was like, oh, what? And I want to blame the sheer size of the box. I was going to say, it's probably just like the size, the you know the way you were holding it yeah and maybe it was the handoff too maybe he yeah, didn't maybe give it, it to me right? um, yeah. but yeah but these sunglasses i like i said made me feel confident enough to approach the guy in the first place and then like take it off his hands so put it in my car and i'm like i need gas okay humility number one yep. and now we're on humility <laughs> number two <laughs> yep but, um so and these might but you have to remember like these might seem like a little small but to me they felt like they get the time so i'm like okay time to go back to their house and inflate this baby and cover up for something that we don't know how it happened um but i'm like oh i need gas i should do that now so i went to the gas station and i like pulled in i was like playing the right song and i was feeling i want to say like suave i don't know if that's the right word um feels right but like smooth like i felt like very smooth with how i just pulled up to the pump um and then there was a guy at the pump next to me like we were in the same line and he was pumping up his car. So I pulled up, I go, I click out my thing, I pull the gas cap off, and I literally just put the nozzle in my car and I press the number 87 because that's the number you and dad told me to press a couple of years ago and I've never wavered since. So press that number and I do that thing where you like kick one leg up and lean on the back of the car type thing. I don't know why, but I, that's the position I assumed. It was the glasses. Sunglasses on, I'm just people watching, people watching, standing there. This guy's staring at me. <laughs> I literally just went there and I just put the freaking pump thing in my car <laughs> standing there. It was oh my so gosh. embarrassing. It oh, was so embarrassing. So how long did it take you to realize that it the took the guy cooking. saying you're gonna put money in the thing i was like literally don't talk i like i'm a very people person but i was like please stop right now sir i was like um but literally mom i don't know how much longer i would have gone again unless he said something i never you could still be standing there i uh, the podcast would have never been posted um i was so so humiliated and i really think it's because of 
how I was feeling. I was feeling smooth, never paid for the gas. And I was like, gas ain't free. Why? And why? I, I don't know. I it just, it was like one swift motion. I got out. I put it in. I pressed the button, assumed the position. I probably, excuse my language, I probably looked like the biggest douchebag at the gas station the way I was standing. Um, so yeah, never paid for the gas. And it, I really hate that that guy said something. Um... <laughs> But he did, and thank God he did, because I'm riding with the full tank right now, so great feeling. So that's that's number two, all right? Number two. Last one. So, and maybe the coincidence is the paddleboard, (laughs) because you'll see why in a second. Okay. So I get to this house, and I'm like, okay, time to blow up this paddleboard, because we were expecting rain a little bit, and I was like, I want to do it now. So I go to her patio, and her neighbor's outside, and I'm think reading the directions and well not really to be honest i kind of just skimmed read and i was like okay easy enough i just have to pump it so to pump it you had to push out this valve so that the air could get in and when you were done pumping it you had to twist the pump so it would close the valve so air wouldn't get out so i'm pumping and i look like a gremlin doing this a little bit because i'm still in my work clothes but sunglasses on and then <laughs> and so her neighbor comes out to the deck and is being all neighborly hey how are you doing oh yeah your house sitting blah blah blah, blah. So I'm like, yeah, and, I'm, and the first thing that crosses my mind is, I sure hope to God he doesn't tell the person that I was pumping up a paddleboard. And like, I hope he doesn't relay this conversation for the sheer reason that I'm covering up my tracks right now, you know? So I'm going, and uh, this thing inflates. So I'm like, okay, perfect. I think now is the time to take the pump out. Um, missed a very crucial step, which was closing so that air doesn't come out. So mind you, him and I are still talking. I pulled the thing out, my face right over this paddleboard, (laughs) sunglasses on, and mom, this was the closest I've ever felt to Beyonce, because the amount of air that hit my face at such a high speed velocity, oh, it felt like I was on a roller coaster, my hair went flying (laughs) back. Did did your glasses fly off? (laughs) No, sunglasses stayed on, so I just stayed there, you know, (laughs) it's the confidence I had. No, but my hair was going back, and it made like the loudest, like, sound you know like it was so much and i was like oh my gosh and like this guy is standing here watching it happen okay did he start laughing mom he never acknowledged that it happened and i don't know if i wanted him to or not because like it it took me probably about five seconds to one regain vision okay (laughs) because like i had to like blink out a couple (laughs) times my hair was like all like tossed like imagine if i were to go 90 miles per hour on the road right now and i was like stick your head out of the window you know that's (laughs) like what it felt like so we used to do that you know oh i you don't think you should do that um but i um just had this air hit me at a very very high force this neighbor is talking to me these sunglasses are now probably crooked on my face but i um finally regained all motor functions put the pump back in because now what do i have to do repump the fucking paddleboard um and yeah the neighbor never acknowledged that that happened and i was so embarrassed and fixed the sunglasses and i went again and it was awful i pumped it put it back close the valve then god i learned from the mistake but um just so see this has been a very learning oh there's the theme you're just learning and learning even though you've got your degree you're moving on to your next phase of life and you're just still learning if you can't close a paddleboard valve i don't (laughs) care what people say these skills don't prepare you for the real world people (laughs) don't waste your money (laughs) 
Um, so yeah, that sucked. And again, I I don't know. I think if that was happening to me and I was talking to a stranger and I just saw them basically get their life turned upside down in the span of five seconds, I think I would have been like, whoa, you okay? Or, you know, or something. <laughs> and this guy just talked through and I was like, okay, dude, I don't even know what we're, do- I don't know where I'm at right now. <laughs> like, Can you call my mom? Like, I am not okay. Um, so that sucked. <laughs> you know, that sucked. Um, but here I am. Here I am. Here you are. You're here. You're well. Got you're a humble. blowout of a century. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. It was awful. Yeah, people um, pay a lot of money to have know. a blowout like that. <laughs> that you was know? for a small price of an Amazon delivery driver and humility. Um, okay, so let's transition into this last part of the podcast and something I was talking to you and Haley about. And just in general, I think I've talked about it, is I want to start to have segments because sometimes um, I not i don't struggle for content but i just want something that each week it'll be the same regardless so maybe somebody has like something to look forward to in the episode like a segment that they really like and they go back and listen for and i was thinking i was like i don't know what segment i could do and i was in bed one night scrolling through facebook and we have this amazing community page and every i think just about every community has it every like school has it whatever and it's called waterford matters so this is a could you could you explain it a little better like i mean i think people know what community well, pages yeah. on facebook i mean are. on facebook yeah it's waterford matters you have to be like you have to like join you have to be approved to join the group and everything and and there's several thousand members in waterford matters and and it's you know nice people will you know like hey what's going on at this you know on this road today how come you know it's all backed up or you know, just different. You know, yeah. just different little things that you know are nice. You can just kind of go to that page if you want to know what's going on. But people, but yeah, it oh my gosh! Purposes. And then sometimes people will just like post things like, "Hey, can anybody? Does anybody know of this? Or anybody know of that? You know?" And then, oh my gosh, it's I can't believe how it gets group. Yeah, I mean, just at, about <laughs> about four or five comments down, it usually just like takes this full fledged fight. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. Um, people like love to share their opinions, and nobody's politically correct. Nobody, <laughs> and it's so funny. I mean, I. It's, I it's mean, a good source of entertainment. It is a good really source of entertainment. And so that's yes. why I was scrolling through, saw what was our weekly Waterford Matters fight in the comments. And I was like, oh my gosh, a good segment would be each week find, and I guess it doesn't necessarily have to be Waterford Matters, but I think it would be funny. But um, find like the funniest post to come out of the week and uh-huh. share it with people. And hopefully we can all just be as entertained as I was while I, when I first read it. So that's kind of what I'm going to do. And I want to state on here. Um, like we said, nobody's politically correct. I think this group really reflects Waterford very well, to be honest. I think it does a great job at encapsulating what the city is. Um, and these are my people. <laughs> these are the ones I call home. These are my people. I've been home all my life. Yep. And to my friends, I hope you get to understand Waterford a little bit better if you aren't from here. And if you guys ever see any posts from any Facebook groups that you think are wild, please send them my way. But I'm going to try to see how long I can roll with the Waterford one for right now. So I think it's going to give you some good material oh, for a oh, long girl. time. Um, so, oh, and okay. So yes, I want to preface though. I'll, I'm not, I'm not going to, if a post is like offensive in any way, I of course would not want to share that post, but the people in the comments aren't 
I'm, I don't want to offend anybody by these, but I just want to state none of these are my opinions. Oh, no. Yes. <laughs> I just found this from. Yeah. Just finding beautiful. the humor. And um, so I'm going to share and I'm going to try to just share like small encounters because I feel like if I do long threads, I because this is the audio podcast, uh-huh. um, I think I could lose people like in translation with all that. So I found just a quick one and mom, you can react to it and I'll share it. And I'm going to try to do my best reading aloud because um, I'm not good at English class, but I'm also not good at the language. So <laughs> um, it's I tend to skim through uh, punctuation. I read oh. like it's not even there. Oh, it's crazy. Well, that can totally change things. <laughs> Question mark? <laughs> nope, let's keep. No, I, no I'm kidding. I'm going to, um, yeah, it really could change things. But I'm going to read this post. Hopefully we can all understand. Oh, another thing I want to preface. I'll never use people's real names, but I feel like I should give names to hopefully like give people yeah, like so like everybody's like bob and sue or something yeah okay so bob <laughs> <laughs> um so okay we'll call him bob so i'll read you the initial post and then i found like three or four comments on it that i'm like okay <laughs> checks out you know um okay so bob posted back in june he said okay our world is doomed i swear i went to bushimi's to get pizza saturday night and i swear i seen something so disturbing was very shocked as i walked in the store A mother and a young daughter were walking out. So as a gentleman, I held the door open for the ladies. Mom said thank you, and I said you're welcome. The daughter or the sister, whoever she was, couldn't have been more than 10 to 12 years old, said thank you as well, which I replied you're welcome. But what I read on her shirt was what shocked me most of all. It said, future MILF. What? Are you kidding me? What is wrong with people? I don't have kids, but never in my life would I want a young girl that old wearing something like that. I swear we are doomed as a future society. Okay, rant over i'm sorry mom do you know what a milf is i do know what a milf is (laughs) you do okay i do if you don't i'm not going to explain it google it right now i'll give you two seconds all right so um so we get the premise of 10 to maybe 12 year old girls wearing a shirt future milf future milf that's scary would i slap that on a child absolutely not would i maybe wear a shirt like that absolutely (laughs) would you really mom you know i like wearing shirts with like fun like i have that one shirt from goodwill it's like frisky like yeah. why do i why wear that shirt well um, that one shirt that you wanted for christmas what was it and it's all like oh dad's yeah. generation dad jokes kind no, of thing it's something about mowing lawns it's i have one about- that i have a crew neck that says dad's against weeds yes and it's a weed whacker yes. you know um so i'm i'm just in the shirts with like funny so like and another thing and Haley knows i do this i love to wear things that in no way apply to me like i love to wear a shirt that's like future dad and it's like <laughs> well, no i'm not gonna be a future dad but so i think the premise is funny do i think it's cute that that was on a girl that young no but that's that's waterford oh, that's man. waterford but, hey, for you this is the place we love we um, love to breed milfs <laughs> <Woo>, yeah <laughs> um so the first comment and this one was like okay i saw this coming um this person commented maybe milf stands for man i love firearms which i was like okay oh, there's yeah. an explanation but still that's 10 true. to 12 does it have to mean what yeah. we think it means <laughs> so this is this is kind of the exchange that was like okay i feel like this is really great um this person we'll call him mike commented and i could tell mike did not want to get canceled mike is politically correct okay this was mike's response to the whole milf thing he said she or he is of age to decide his or her future if that is what he or she wants to wear don't be disgusted be happy that he or she has goals 
<laughs> Mike, can a he be a milf though? Uh, there is there is a lot going on with that. There's um, a lot in that, but response. Mike is one inclusive. Like he's very if inclusive. Anything, Mike yes. is inclusive. He is not going um, to be. I just thought by cancel culture. I know. I was like, bold statement, Mike. But hey, the, Mike felt the need to speak. So then we'll call her Sue. Sue said, Mike, you call being a MILF a goal? <laughs> All right. Which I thought, and I will say, Sue's kind of speaking for the audience because when I read Mike's comment, I was like, okay, interesting. Interesting goal. You know, we all have aspirations, <laughs> but whatever. So Mike's response said, who are we to judge what anyone wants to be? <laughs> If that is something someone wants to be and they are not, then yes, for them, it would be a goal. If boys can be boys and girls can be girls, then why can't he or she be a MILF? (laughs) And honestly, what's wrong with keeping yourself in shape after having children? What's wrong with (laughs) wanting to be proud of yourself and look as look as a mature woman? What's wrong with knowing that men and women want you? (laughs) And I was like. Mike, <laughs> Mike gets it. I don't know. I, I, Mike was, Mike was great. I read that and I was like, this is a real thought process someone had. You know, this <laughs> is like somebody took the time to type that out. Um, and I, I don't know if I stand with Mike or not. Do you think Mike was being serious, or do you think Mike was being facetious? I really hope Mike was being serious. I want more than any knowing Waterford. Mike was being serious. <laughs> that was truly Mike's standpoint. Um. Some valid points. We all should have goals, whether I don't think we should be hard on ourselves, but if you want to attain a certain image for yourself, sure. Sure. Yeah, but <laughs> I, I, no, I'm playing yeah, devil's advocate here, are, mom. But, I have, you know, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Should a 10 year old know what a MILF is? Well, then some, yeah, that's what, the, again, the premise, I'm like, ah, I don't know how I feel about that, but Mike was like, okay. And then somebody commented, we'll call him Tim. Somebody said, that was probably her mother's short that she wore, shirt he, she wore 30 years ago. It's a hand me down. And I was like, jeez. <laughs> I was, okay, that like, was good. I know. I was like, that person, I can tell that's the person that like makes family fights worse by like dad like he makes a joke and you're like oh whoa like you you definitely made it worse by making that yes. joke um so that's the post i picked for this week um guys if you aspire to be a milf no shame from the chambers yeah, household right there's t-shirts yeah. out there that and you there's can a advertise your goals there's a community with people like mike that are willing to support yeah. you through that so um waterford we love you from a distance <laughs> from a distance um, unfortunately we're right here yeah, my babe um but yeah so that's the post this week mom did you enjoy that one i did okay i I did enjoy that one that and i still i don't know i think there was a little sarcasm going on there probably was but it was and i was reading that at two in the morning and i was like am i reading this right i I was like there's no way this is but i don't know it was gold i was like that's content baby well i'm just gonna hang on to the all the good manners that happened beforehand the door opening the the thank thank you you're welcome the please you know mm -hmm. that's what i'm hanging on to see waterford has its chivalry 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 alive and well babe alive and well so shout out to sue bob tim mike all of you guys we love you um mom thank you for coming on this episode definitely needed somebody to advocate for my um education (laughs) you're welcome much appreciated happy to help you pull you across that finish line well yeah 
and mm-hmm. a girl, I needed it. Yes, <laughs> oh, and no. I just want to point out to the fact that we're making it all the way to the end of the episode this time. Yes, and hello, who doesn't have to pee right now? Mother went to the bathroom before this episode. I did, I did, uh, I did. You are learning slowly but surely. I am. Makes me happy, makes me happy. Well, I'm going to edit this uh, podcast because Serena is... possibly <laughs> need to be edited I, I out know, of this just, podcast? Mom, just have to add the theme song. That's all I got to do. That's okay. all I got to do. All right, because I um, don't cut anything out no, that I said. Babe, babe, it's all been Leave there. Leave my words it's alone, all girl. there. Um, and we're doing this for Serena. There's a little urgency to post because she's driving to Michigan right That's now. That's right. Grandkids so. are on the way. And daughter. And daughter. Daughter's and, bringing grandkids. And granddog. And granddog. So. And which we need that visit. We, we had do. a hard day yesterday. Yep. Yeah. Rest in peace to our little guy, buddy. Yep. We got a shout out to buddy. I kind of want to share my funny comment I said yesterday. Is it twisted? Because I don't want to end on that note. Uh, okay. Yeah, so, you're twisted. Real quick, ahead. we had to put down our beloved dog, Buddy, yesterday, and it was very sad, uh, but we were told that he was going into kidney failure, and he was peeing all over our house and our carpet, and every day we were having to clean up pee, and so we put him down. It was really hard, and I come back, and we're talking in the family room, and I step in. A wet spot. <laughs> and I thought to myself, what if it wasn't Buddy who was peeing? Because <laughs> we have two other dogs. Yeah, we have two other dogs. And I was like, oh, no, guys. <laughs> we put down the, the wrong, wrong dog. dog. <laughs> um, yeah, so it was just a funny thing. I miss Buddy. So, it no, was a really was, hard thing. But yeah, I don't know how old he was. He was a, old, he was a senior when we rescued him mm-hmm. several years ago. And uh, he brought a lot of joy to to grandma joan and he yeah, brought a lot of joy to dog. us and uh yeah we miss him and yeah. he's our little chihuahua mix and he went he went out man. he went out eating tacos. Ta- little tacos the vet was awesome so we miss him <laughs> but yeah it, it was, was for the better yeah. But, yeah lots of tears yesterday mm-hmm. but lots of lots of good memories mm-hmm. definitely well mom again appreciate you just as a person Oh well, thank you very mm-hmm. much. I appreciate you too, baby girl. Let's let's play let's play the outro song, shall we? Let's play the outro mm-hmm. song. All right.